This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The sponsor of a popular bill seeking to spend more than $50 million in marijuana tax revenue wants the opportunity to override a veto Governor Greg Gianforte issued in the final hours of the 2023 legislative session. Senate Bill 442 proposes to divide tax revenues levied on recreational marijuana sales between the General Fund, County Road Construction and Maintenance, Conservation and Recreational Programs, also Addiction Treatment and Veteran Services. Gianforte vetoed the bill on May 2nd, the day after it passed its final legislative hurdle, a 48-to-1 endorsement from the state Senate. He said that county governments would use the increased breathing room in their budgets to redirect taxpayer dollars to, quote, capricious, unnecessary projects, which he said would add to Montana's tax burden. The governor's veto letter came down just before the Senate adjourned sine die on May 2nd. For a governor's veto to be overridden while the legislature is out of session, Montana law directs the Secretary of State to poll lawmakers by mail. If two-thirds of both bodies affirm the measure, it becomes law. There is some question as to whether the Senate was still in session when the veto message arrived. However, the House was still in session for another six hours. So in theory, the House could have voted to override. It did not, and a veto override poll thus cannot be called. The legislature should have plenty of votes to override the veto. At last count, 130 of the legislature's 150 members have agreed to Senate Bill 442. In a letter to Secretary of State Christy Jacobson, Senator Mike Lang argued that the circumstances of the veto indicate an attempt to circumvent the legislature's constitutional check on the executive branch. Quote, As an independently elected official with your own statutory authority, it is of utmost importance that you protect the legislature's ability to review and evaluate the executive veto action, Lang wrote. Quote, we look forward to receiving a copy of the bill, veto message, and a ballot with a return envelope so we can perform our duties as well. According to the fiscal note, Tax collections from recreational marijuana are expected to approach $53 million in fiscal year 2024 and increase in subsequent years after that. Former Dawson County Sheriff Craig Anderson has passed out of the Senate Judiciary Committee on Friday a bipartisan vote to confirm him to be the next U.S. Marshal for Montana. Quote, Keeping Montanans safe is my top priority in the United States Senate, and we'll all be safer when Dawson County's own Craig Anderson is Montana's next U.S. Marshal. That's Senator Tester in a written statement. Anderson served as Dawson County Sheriff from 2003 to 2014, and he was a Chief Probation Officer for Montana's 7th Judicial District from 1979 until he was elected sheriff. The U.S. Marshal for the District of Montana supervises operations 
of the U.S. Marshals Service in the state, including protecting courts, transporting prisoners, pursuing fugitives, and serving federal arrest warrants. U.S. District Court Judge Dana Christensen has halted a logging project in the Kootenai National Forest because of its potential harm to an already imperiled population of grizzly bears. The Knotty Pine Timber Project would have started as soon as next week, but a coalition of environmental groups has worked for several years to stop or modify the project. They say the project would imperil a small group of grizzly bears trying to come back in the Cabinet and Yak mountain ranges. Christensen cited the bear recovery targets for the Cabinet Yak ecosystem as part of his rationale for halting the project. Quote, several recovery targets have not yet been met, including the number and distribution of female grizzly bears with cubs. The case hinges on the number of roads it would take to access the timber and also how often roads that should be closed to the public are now accessed anyway. Christensen said the U.S. Forest Service must determine a better means of road management and also address how the roads affect the bears in its logging plans. A dispute between the Navajo Nation-owned coal mine that operates the Spring Creek Mine and the BNSF Railroad, one of the largest railroad companies in the United States, is now before a federal court in Washington, D.C. In December, Navajo Transitional Energy Company filed a breach of contract lawsuit in U.S. District Court in Billings against the Texas-based BNSF. The Navajo Company says BNSF's preferential treatment of other mines caused the Navajo Company to lose more than $150 million in revenue and incur more than $15 million in demurrage penalties. A demurrage penalty is a fee paid by a company when a ship is not loaded by an agreed-upon time. The Navajo Company has asked the U.S. Surface Transportation Board for an emergency order so that coal can be moved from the mine in Montana to British Columbia where it can be loaded onto ships for export to Asia. The Surface Transportation Board will hold a hearing in Washington, D.C. on May 10th regarding the NTEC's request. A lawsuit has been filed against the Montana Office of Public Instruction and the Board of Education for failing to implement the constitutional requirement for Indian education in schools. Montana tribes, Native students and parents, non-Native community members, the American Civil Liberties Union, and the Native American Rights Fund are all behind the lawsuit. The suit is looking to see uniform reporting for Indian education for all funds. If a school reports that they're no longer going to teach math, they'll lose accreditation status. The plaintiffs are looking for a similar consequence for the future of Indian education. A coalition of environmental groups has put the United States Forest Service on notice that its plan to clear-cut more than 5,500 acres of forest just outside Yellowstone National Park in the Gallatin-Custer National Forest 
will be challenged. The group say in a 122-page letter to the Forest Service that the plans disrupt critical grizzly bear habitat fly in the face of the Biden administration's plans to preserve old-growth forests and that the permits were based on policies set by the Donald Trump administration, some of which have been struck down in courts. The project is called the South Plateau Project. It would allow clear-cutting as well as some 9,000 acres of logging and bulldozing, and 56 miles of road would have to be built in the area. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide, with listeners in now 50 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, 31 countries, and six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.